your marriage feels more like The Walking Dead than Sleepless in Seattle, it's time for the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're your hosts, Danielle and Justin Williams, and we know that marriage is hard work. And we believe it can be an adventure full of laughter, fun, and building a connection that lasts. So we're on a mission to inspire and challenge you to live the adventure of a legendary marriage. All right. Hey, everybody. This is Justin Danielle. This is the Legendary Marriage Podcast, Season 1, Episode 5. And this is our first interview. We brought some dear friends into the studio on Friday night and recorded some time just getting to know their story. You know, I love, I love getting to know the stories of other couples. Mm-hmm. There's so many points of resonance and like how they meet and how the relationship formed and deepened and when they knew they were in love and, and all of that. And it, it like reminds me of our story mm-hmm. and... And I just love to know, to hear their story. I think it's, there's, there's something really powerful about that. It's connective for all of us. Yeah. And I feel like you just kind of get a glimpse into their heart a little bit. Um, you get to see behind the curtain a little bit, if you will. Um, you know, cause you see them nowadays as, you know, your friends that you hang with and, and love and their kid, our kids play together and everything. But um, sometimes you don't know all that went into it um, before they were married. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. So that's what we did. Uh, looking forward to introducing you in a minute to Ryan and Alexis. And in this, we split the episode into two episodes, actually. So today you're going to get the the beginning part of the relationship and... Um, how it, how it really formed and took root and how th- that early stage really prepared them for what's to come. What else do you want to say, honey? And we get to see how um, a little bit more about the female and the male friendships. Um, yeah. You and Ryan, I love the two of you together. You have such a great bromance. I enjoy it. And I just enjoy listening to it. There's just so much love between the two of them. Yeah. And so look forward to that. Yeah. Ryan is, is really has been since for a long, long time. Uh, like, like a, an honest, honest to goodness brother to me. Sure. sure. So it's great to, to have him on the show. And I'm so excited for you all to get a chance to meet them. So here we go. So y'all missed Bill tonight. Your yeah. good buddy Bill. Yeah, William Shatner was going to be at I don't know the Paramount or something like that. Downtown Austin. It was downtown. It was we're not hip enough for downtown anyway. Not not just Bill. Bruce was downtown too. Who's Bruce? Bruce, Bruce Campbell. No. <laughs> yeah, they were on at the same time, but Bruce also did a second show at nine thirty. Nerdfest. Okay, I'm totally... What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Uh, well, I don't really know anything about Star Trek or Star Wars that much, but I do know about Bill Shatner. Um, who's Bruce Campbell? Uh, Sam Axe. Oh! Yeah, Briscoe County Jr. Okay. Ash okay. versus the Evil Dead. See, I don't always... I don't speak your little nerd language, but I, I love you, 
and I and I still sleep in the same bed with you, so I guess it's not too bad. <laughs> oh, all right. So we are here tonight with um, Danielle, and I are here tonight with our good friends Ryan and Alexis, and um, we're just gonna letting you know who they are and a little bit about their story. Um, and y'all, you know, have, y'all have been friends since you're like little. 10 year olds or something aren't you uh 12 13 13, yeah junior high it was home economics class and i looked across the counter and (laughs) saw ryan (laughs) no i I, actually i had this crush on a girl and you you told me where all the girls go it was theater yeah yeah Mm. yeah oh try out for theater that's so nice it's fun and now y'all are 40 and still BFFs. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, these guys, we call them not so much our friends, but we call them our family. We do holidays together. We do our Steeler games together. Mm-hmm. We go way back. Yeah. And so Ryan and I have known each other, like Daniel said, since junior high school. So more than half of our lives. And, but, but you and Alexis didn't really, didn't really know each other until, I don't know, probably 2005. Yeah. Alexis reminded me, when did, when did we, we start our, um, our, our sisterness? I think for our, our love of the Olympics. Oh Yeah. That's right. We get kind of obsessed with the Olympics. I love the Olympics. Like, that was before there was, like, all the different, like, websites and, like, direct TV. And, like, you could watch every single, like, we would watch, like, ping pong. We would watch. Yeah, before it was, like, hip to watch the Olympics. Anything that had five rings in the corner, we would watch it. We watched it. (laughs) Beautiful thing. We were a little leery to leave you two to hang out together, but. But then when we found that yeah. we could put the Olympics on and just the, leave the house for wait, hours. Wait, why were you leery? Well, I, yeah. I mean. Why were you leery? I mean, y- y'all didn't really, didn't really. Um, mesh well together. Yeah. No, we didn't yeah. mesh well no, together. Not at the beginning. Not the beginning. No. But then, then there was the great Olympics equalizer. Yeah, yeah, there was that. And then I started to like the Steelers. Yeah, that's right. The Steelers. Yeah. And I liked football. I remember my mother-in-law telling me. You didn't really like football as much until you met Daniel. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> when did you start liking football? Oh, yeah. Now that you're friends with Daniel. Oh, yeah. Yep. I love that. See, this is the cool thing about our our family is the women are the hardcore sports fans. We are. And the men like Bill Shatner. Wow, that that, that felt like like, but we do like. Bill <laughs> I don't know something about that that felt insulting somehow. Yeah. I'm I, not I sure. like all the things that come with the football game, like yeah. the you know the buffalo wing dip and the, sure you know, the the cheese dip and the all the food, that stuff. the yeah. beer, the so any yeah. dips, any dips is what Ryan football, likes. Football though, football. Yeah, we first, like the football. First, first you guys down. like the dips. Yeah. Well, how about um, how, Ryan and Alexis? Yeah. Why don't you tell the listeners about like how did you guys meet and fall in love well there there was the time that i met alexis and there was the time that i met ryan it's not the same day yeah. oh okay so which which came first so so i met her while i was attending a retreat and uh this girl from my table was she she introduced us and, and like this was her best friend and so 
she was at our table, and so she, you know, introduced us. And I was looking at this girl, and I'm like, wow, this girl's older. She's she's in charge. And uh, so you think she looked old, is what yeah. you're saying? Yeah, he said. Wow. He said that's what I heard. Wow, you see I think, how quick yeah. they jumped on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. How old were we? We were. 21, 22. And she's old. And he thought, old. he thought I was 25. Uh, you did. You said you thought I looked 25. I don't, I don't remember exactly what I said, but, but <laughs> it, 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 it was clear you had maturity beyond your years. Okay. Mm, we'll oh, go with that. that we'll go that's, with that. That's, that's a, a good, much better line. Yeah, stick with that, Rye. But um, uh, a couple months later, we were working on the same retreat, but the following one, and... Um, we had a tradition where you would uh, pray for someone in, after the meeting, and you would just trade name tags. And um, at that point, you know, I was 21, so you just trade name tags with the cutest guy in the room. Ooh. So she found someone she had never met before. I, I had. And I'm like, where did this guy come from? Because I have never seen him here before. And I've been to these meetings before. And so I had went up and said, we should trade name tags and pray for each other. And that's how it started. <laughs> da, dee, da, it didn't really start da, da. then, though, Alexis. <laughs> it didn't really start then. I started, but... So you guys went to Texas A&M together. Yes. And Whoop. it's all history from there, huh? And now how long have y'all been married? Uh, 14 years, and we've been together for 18. That's right. We got married around the same time, so... Yeah. Yeah, y'all got married first, I know. But at least we were engaged at your wedding. In all fairness, they did know each other before we met each other. Yes, we did. Yeah. In all fairness. Justin and I have been looking uh, at each other's, the whites of each other's eyes since we were like 18, so. Yeah. Been a while. Yeah. But I still like the look of you, honey. Oh. Oh, baby. You're holding up pretty well, too, there, babe. Thanks. Okay, okay there's other people in the room. Uh, I've, seen, I've seen pictures. He does look better at thirty at 40 than he did at 30. He does. Yeah, I do. I Justin's, do. Justin's looking better in his and old age. And there's still room to improve. That's right. That's On the right. whole fitness journey, I, I like to say, well, you know, I'm, I'm doing better than I was, but I still look better with clothes on than, than naked, so... So your, your goal is to look better naked than with clothes on. Is yeah. that your goal? Heck yeah. Okay. I'll never be able to judge that one for you. Well, I don't know. You guys could go do a sauna or something. And no, no. So anyway, uh, <laughs> so y'all met, and and who made? So Alexis made kind of the first move um, to 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 swap name tags and pray, and then what happened? I was trying to pursue him, but he was dating somebody else. And um, one week he said, you know. Let me down easy. Just let you know I'm dating somebody. And then the next week, we get back. He comes and he says, "Be gentle with me. My heart just got broken because said girl broke up with I was, him." I was pretty dramatic back then. Be gentle with me. My heart hath Aww. been broken. I love that, right? Yeah. yeah. And then three days later, we went on our first date. Was she gentle? Oh no. <laughs> she saw an opening and took it. Yeah. She knows what she likes. You know, I, I think, go for it. I, I think this comes later in the story, but uh, I'll never ever forget. Um, I think it was one of the first times after you two had started dating that uh, we were face to face, 
uh, we were hanging out and you were talking about Alexis and, and he says it was something to the effect of effect of she, she chose me. And it was, it was this not incredulous way that it wasn't an incredulous tone, but it was, it was just that like honored, like really grateful. I I don't know. Do you remember that? He thinks it every day. Not knowing me, it was probably a little more incredulous. Uh, I had told you about my old boyfriends and I, that's why. Yeah. No, no, I, I learned that over our many oh, years yes. of court, courtship. Yes. Oh, yeah, that guy, I dated him. Yeah, that guy, too. I did. But, but in all fairness, I mean, your, your, your definition of, of dating could just have been one date. So when, Alexis, when did you know, when were you like, all right, this, I'm in, let's do this thing? Well, when we were dating about two months, he said, he told me that he loved me. Do you remember that? And I said, "Oh yeah, that one slipped out on the on the porch." It was, bef- yeah. <laughs> it slipped out. <laughs> and I you, said, "You're not supposed to do that early on." It you? wasn't even that. Maybe it was a month into it. And I said, "Well, I love you, but I don't love you as much as my mom and my sister." I remember saying that. As you much as that? your mom and your sister love him. As much as I love my mom and oh, my okay, sister, okay. I'm like, I, I love you, but there's eh, a level. Yeah, I don't know you very well. <laughs> You have a low level of love yeah. at this time. Yeah, 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 you need to work your way up. So was that was that your point, Ryan? When no, you no, knew? no. I'm I'm much more ambivalent about the thing and until until later. Yeah. When did you know? Oh, I fought it. I fought it. So what was in the battle? Uh, independence. Hmm. I mean, you know, I was. We met probably about a year before I got out of college. And uh, she was just just finishing college. I, I took the long the long one the long route. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I had some things I wanted to prove to myself to be you know on my own being able to just to be me. You know, first first year out of school or out of school or something, you 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 make some uh, bad financial choices where you're like okay suddenly your your apartment's too expensive the car payment's too expensive and you're like oh if i want to get married i better scale things back a bit i thought you were gonna say you you need to get somebody else to help you pay for all this stuff (laughs) (laughs) somebody better help me with these car payments no it actually didn't occur to me yeah (laughs) (laughs) kind of a lone wolf there don't like to ask for help. But then you got a roommate, start saving some money. I find it interesting that you said, um, you know, like one of your realizations was like, oh man, my finances are out of control. Because I I feel like I always look to you guys as like these financial superstars that you, just, you have the, the difficult conversations, you set your priorities, you set your goals, and mm-hmm. you get after it. So even before you were married, you already had that like foundation in place well she did start me on the dave ramsey tapes while we while i was in that first year wait what (laughs) before you were married oh yeah yeah really Mm -hmm. and i and i really wanted him i really wanted us to get on the same place financially before we would talk about getting married so what if he he wouldn't have been a dave fan i don't know i think i think i would wear him down yeah 
<laughs> Alexis can be very she'd, persuasive. She'd play yeah. the tapes in your sleep. Yeah. It's like a subliminal, you well, will knock out debt. Well, we had a long, uh, a long distance relationship for a while. Like, so out of school, I, I, uh, I was living in Austin and she was in Houston. And, uh, so that, that's a, what, that's about a three hour drive. Mm-hmm. It was less back then. I think it was only two and a half back then, or maybe I just drove faster then. Love makes you drive faster. And the uh, yeah, so we had the, the the Dave Ramsey financial piece on cassette. So there was I had plenty of time to listen to that on those drives. What do you? I'm I'm curious about the uh, long distance thing. What um, what kind of did y'all take away from that? Was there any learning in the long distance thing that kind of stayed with you? I think it was really good for us because we were both pretty independent. And both of us graduating from college and setting up our own families. We got our our own personal lives during the week, and then we were together on the weekend. I think it was really good. I traveled a lot, and um, I I got to like kind of sow my you know independence and my not my wild oats, but you know what I'm saying. Like I got to really do a lot of things, and so did he, and. But with the security that on the weekends we would be together. But when we moved to the same town, we would look at each other on Friday and we're like, I'm here. It's five o'clock and I'm here. (laughs) It's not like eight o'clock and we're eating pizza because that was the first time we got to see each other all week. Yeah. So I think we really cherish that time and, and we're much more intentional about our time together when we will only be able to be together for less than 48 hours a week. All right, so that's where we're going to cut off the episode for now. We'll pick up with Ryan and Alexa's story next time on the Legendary Marriage Podcast. But we wanted to just take a couple minutes here at the end to observe and and note a couple things uh, about their story so far mm-hmm. uh, what do you what do you first notice when when you think about what we've heard so far Danielle well what I love um, which I sometimes forget about them even though they're some of our dearest friends is that they met by her praying over him how yeah. crazy is that that's a great story I'd be telling that story all the time yeah laying the foundation right from day one I love it I I wish that we were better about that. Like we each have our our own rhythms for 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 our relationship with God and but we don't inter they don't intersect as much as I want them to. Right. Like I like in the ideal world which we can make choices like this. Sure. But yeah, I would pray over you every day and you would pray over me every day. Yeah. But somehow, it doesn't happen all the time. Yeah. Yeah, we do, but it's not at the the level that I would ideally want it to be. Yeah, well, that's definitely something we can work on. Sure. Um, so, was there anything else that you noticed about their story? Um. You know, I think the the thing that stands out to me is what I'll call humility. Um, as we just took a few minutes to get warmed up to 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 encourage them to share their story, 
there's a certain degree of humility that's that's really good and it's just it's who both of them are and there's a there's most people have a, a hesitancy to to share their story because it, it's it's a vulnerable place to be to go oh well this is how we met and well it's not that big a deal and we so we, we minimize the story we don't want to share it because it wasn't the like he fell from a space pod and I opened it up and it was love at first sight or, you know, it's not some high drama thing. I've never had that want or desire for you to come from a space pod. Well, you know what I mean? People, people <laughs> struggle to, to see the significance in their story right. when their story isn't high drama. Right. And, and But you know what? It's The story is just so important. Um, I mean, it's just so much fun when you're curious and you engage with whether it's friends that you've known for a long time or yeah. it's a new couple, um, I love to just dive in there and say like, "So, how'd y'all meet?" and and get that whole story out there. And usually, you end up you get them talking, and it's like, "Honey, you know, they could go for yeah. an hour talking about how they met and fell in love and." All the fun little things that happened while they were dating. And I feel like you just get to know them more on like a heart level than, you know, sometimes when you go to a party or you're hanging out with your friends, it can get a little bit more surface. Sure. And um, I, I love football. I love, I love in some ways the, the complexities of politics. I love those kinds of conversations and they, we get lost there. We, we as a culture mm-hmm. just get lost there. We kind of hide out there because in a way it's safe to talk about the weather and talk about, you know, fashion and the, the, the sports team and the... the Your the, favorite shows the, and movies. The favorite cat meme on the internet and things like that. And um, I think don't, please a, don't ever ask me about cat memes. <laughs> I don't know anything about them. You know, I think there's, there's a myth that I want to bust right now. And it is that getting to know somebody... It requires a lot of time and a lot of energy and a lot of investment. And I'm going to say boldly, it doesn't. I'm going to say that's a lie. You're going to call BS? I'm going to call BS on that because I I think it comes uh, comes down to this. Deep, like getting to that deep place with people, it doesn't require time. It does require courage and vulnerability on both the speaker and the listener's parts. Sure. And so we can, we can create an environment where it's, it's a little easier to be courageous. Mm-hmm. It's a little easier to be vulnerable by simply asking somebody about them and really just listening for what's important to them about what they're saying. So to get to the heart of it, we just want to put out a challenge to our listeners today. Find a couple or a person that you know and ask them their story and listen for the heart of it. Um, Be very curious, not about all the details, but about what's making them come alive and what's valuable to them about their story. And um, put yourself out there. Go there. Be vulnerable. Um, and I guarantee you, you'll you'll get it back. You'll get it back from the other person. Sure. So it, it, it's really easy. 
it, it, it's, it's simple. Two questions that we're going to challenge you to ask. Get together with neighbors in your driveway. You know, hang out with some good friends, your parents or your kids, and just say, hey, two questions about your marriage. How'd you meet? And let them tell that story and then ask the second question. And it's, when did you know? I love it. And just sit back, relax, and listen and enjoy the story and enjoy the moment of getting to know somebody. That's all for this episode of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. Don't forget to head over to Facebook and join the conversation in the Legendary Marriage Facebook group. Just search for it, send in a request to join, and Danielle or I will approve you just as soon as we get your your note. The other thing I want to say is jump on iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. That helps us know how we're doing and helps other couples find us. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're thrilled to have you with us on the adventure. This is Danielle and Justin reminding you, don't settle for an ordinary marriage. Make yours legendary. Legendary.